4. GDP for Q4 coming in at 2.9%. This is the first read of this number, and that's a little bit better than expected. The street was looking for 2.6%. We came in at 2.9%. Cheryl Cassoni with Fox Business. For all of 2022, the GDP expanded 2.1% after growing 5.9% in 2021, coming off all the COVID shutdowns. At least nine Palestinians are reported killed during an Israeli military raid in the West Bank. The dead include a 60-year-old woman. Several other people were hurt in the violence. The incident happened at the Janine refugee camp, a stronghold for Palestinian militants. Israel says the raids are designed to dismantle militant networks and prevent future attacks on its people. Fox's Jonathan Savage. There have been more raids since last spring after a series of Palestinian attacks. America's listening to Fox News. A Minute with Mayor Mike Wilson is brought to you as a public service by Paul Redding with Edward Jones, Red Wing. All right. Yes. Good morning. It is about two minutes past the hour of nine o'clock. We do have Mayor Mike Wilson in the building. Uh, good morning, Mike. How's it going? Greg, I tell you what, it's doing pretty good today. The sun finally came out. It's going to be cold. It's going to get colder. So yeah. get out and chop another quart of wood. I think you're going to need it here <laughs> for next week. So, yes, But no, sir. otherwise, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful day and it's uh, looking forward to... Uh, Looking forward weather. to spring. That's uh, what yeah. we're looking forward to. But spring here usually pops up about mid June. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long week here. It's going to be cold, and uh, it's going to slow things up a little bit. But yeah, yeah, well. we, we've been lucky. January, we've been really lucky this year. So it really was. Yeah, so I'm February, not really complaining. So yeah, and the bring ground it on. groundhog will be out soon. The little rodent, he might maybe he won't. Did they ever consider giving the little guy sunglasses so he wouldn't see his shadow? Well, I, I don't know. We could check into Kinda that. Kind of load the dice, so yeah. to speak. Well, at any rate, uh, you took a trip up to the Capitol yesterday. Yeah, a big I... road trip yesterday. It was a uh, legislative day at the uh, Capitol, and uh, Councilman uh, Cleaver uh, and uh, Councilperson uh, Lambert and Ron Seymour and I went up, and it's an annual thing where we go up and— uh, it's uh, greater, uh, greater Minnesota Cities League, and we have this a annually go up to the Capitol. And uh, yesterday, we had a uh, welcoming uh, group. Uh, we got together, uh, follow up with some legislative updates and messages uh, from a couple of the legislators there. And then the uh, governor came in and spoke to us a little bit and gave us a little rah-rah speech of what's going on with the budget and... Uh, what to look forward to, and uh, the, they're moving fast up there at the uh, at the capital on a lot of things. And they, he said that too. Things are going to move quickly, and uh, hopefully get some things accomplished. So we're looking forward to that. Then in the afternoon, we had the opportunity to go over to the capital and meet with our legislators, Bam uh, Altendorf, and we had some time with uh, Senator Steve Drakowski. So we had a chance to sit down, talk to him about what we're looking for in the city of Red Wing. Uh, there's some bonding stuff that's coming through that we're hopefully will get put in there. Um, I don't think the projects we got are going to be real high on the priority list with them from what we're gathering from the response from them. Because there's other communities out there, Good Use, Umbrota, Pine Island, you know, they, need, they got some issues with water treatment plants and so on. So, I don't, you know, we're looking at some monies for uh, development of the Upper Harbor in the parks and some. Uh, continue. We need some more funding for that bike trail at four tenths of a mile down by Cobble. I, I don't think we're going to rank real high there, but one never knows because there's a lot of money out there right now in this surplus, and it's uh, it's like a cash tornado going on right now <laughs> up at the Capitol, and they're all after it. So we'll see what happens there. I 
you know, we, we had a, like I said, we had a good opportunity to talk to them. Uh, after that, we went to dinner, uh, out to dinner with them, all the mayors and administrators and uh, folks from different communities all over the state. So we got a chance to sit back and relax and actually talk to them one-on-one -on -one in a casual nice. manner. So it was good. And uh, uh, I enjoyed that. We get good FaceTime. You know, these have been virtual before, so you kind of lose that uh one-on-one -on -one contact with your people at the Capitol, so it's a good thing. Uh, I know uh, uh, Senator Drakowski is going to come down actually walk a couple of these projects we got going. He says, I'm, i got to come down and look at these again and see what's oh, going on. She give me a heads up because I would yeah. love to talk to Steve. Yeah, so he's coming to town. Um, I also told him both uh, Pam and Steve to come to the council and you know, at least stop and say hi because since they, they were there before the election, now after the election, I think oh, it's okay. important for them to keep uh, keep that contact and on the same leg I like today now I've got the colonel from the uh, Corps of Engineers going to stop by and visit oh. with me and uh, he doesn't come to town very often but I'd met him in St. Louis at the last meeting I was at in July and we got to talking and and they've got the Corps of Engineers got some meetings in Red Wing today at the hotel so he said hey I'll come over and at least say hi so I appreciate that we got to keep that going because the Corps is they're doing a lot of work here, and there's some big projects coming at the head of the lake here, at $23 million project down by Bay City Flats. So we're going to discuss that a little bit. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, we keep that rapport going with these folks. I think it's very important. So uh, moving on, then it was the uh, council meeting then Monday night. And uh, quite a few things on there. We're kind of you know going over some stuff and setting our goals for the coming year. Uh Kate briefly, you know, brought up their accomplishments that the different departments have done this past year. And uh, then we moved on, you know, the next portion was the goals and strategic plan for coming up for this year. So we had an opportunity. We didn't really go over all of them. Um, it's available on, on online if you'd like to look on there and see what it is. There's quite a bit of stuff to read there. But, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, uh, the housing uh that's going on um, in this community. You know, we're gaining on it. We're building apartments and and uh, getting some housing set up here. So we're catching up. Our our uh, you know our population is starting to grow finally. But we the reason why is we got housing. We we had to build housing. <laughs> places hard people. for people to move to town. Exactly. They don't have a place to live. You know, so you know you got the Keller Bartman uh, projects that he's got going. You know, he's got that seventy some unit going up again now behind his across from the hospital and uh you know downtown we got uh well 34 units on the across from city hall and then the old bank building be another 20 some units so you know this gets coming and uh people are looking for it are, are we going to go get too much rental property in red wing we got to be careful on that too but you know a lot of people just can't afford to build homes nowadays with the way the prices are and and uh, what goes on so Anyway, housing was dis uh, will be discussed and looked at throughout the year. Uh, you know, trying to get uh, uh, more investment with uh, businesses into town. You know, we're always trying to get more business. That's always been a uh, a goal and will continue to be. So we got to develop marketing plans to get these people in here and make make uh, things available to them. And uh, so that's another goal, uh, the Bauer built building, you know, we're working on getting that sold and turned over and developed and get something going on our West Main. Our parking study, we're still working on that, trying to get that wrapped up. Uh, we'll see that here in the next, uh, within this next few weeks, I would think that should be about wrapped up. So that'll give us an idea 
on this parking issue because we're gonna we're gonna need it there downtown, and uh, we got to figure out the best utilization of what we have. So there's a lot of parking available down there. We just got to use it wisely. So we'll see what happens and uh, go from there. So. And, of course, I talked about that bonding on, that we're trying to get done the Upper Harbor. We'll see how that goes. Um, the quiet zone study, you know, they want to knock off the horn whistles on the trains coming through town. That's keeping you awake, evidently, at night. Are you the one complaining about this? I deal? am not, no. Well, but somebody f- is. But anyway, hmm. that's I wondered what that was. Yeah. They, they didn't really go into depth, but I just kind of presumed that might be what that meant. Yeah, we got to upgrade the signal system at the Jackson Street and Broadway crossing so they don't blow the horns when they come through town. And some communities have it. I know down in Pepin, Wisconsin, they've got it there. And uh-huh. you just got to have the correct crossing uh arms and stuff in place there so it's it's you know it's 400 some thousand dollar deal the railroad doesn't pay for it we have to pay for it so that's in that bonding bill so Mm. we'll see what happens uh there it goes there so um just a lot of little things like that neighborhood playground equipment you know we're always trying to keep on top of that um we got the phase two at the himanicha kiln uh project down there that mall down there so yeah there's a lot of things coming we just got to prioritize it uh, make sure we're doing this right in right order. You know, we've got a treatment plant on the horizon. We're going to have to do something within, I would say, about 10 years. Something's going to be done. But, you know, you're talking $130 million deal there. Mm-hmm. We'll get money for it, granting federal and state monies on it, but we're still going to have to kick in somewhere. And, uh, you know, can we build it at our, re- redo our existing plant, upgrade it, or do we build a new one? These are all things we're going to have to talk about, and uh, we're going to have to bite the bullet on it. So, you know, fire truck, we got a new ladder truck coming within five years. That's millions of dollars for that. You just got to start prioritizing things. You know, we got a lot of bells and whistles around this community, and it's great. But uh, we got to sit down here now and really take our look at some of these projects coming. So, you know, just some of the goals we got to look at and things that we got to keep an eye on and, and take care of what we've got, infrastructure and Public works, fire, safety, all those things, it's, uh, it takes just a bushel basket of money to do it. So uh, stay tuned. Definitely. Uh, and so I know we had some board and commission people have yep. appointments. We had, uh, let's see, I had six new ones come in uh, that were approved uh, from people on the Sustainability, Port Authority, uh, Planning Commission, and Human Rights. So. Um, yeah, this is a busy time of the month for me. I've got to swear in a lot of these new people coming in. I think all overall, I think 14 more people came on board, and uh, which is great. Uh, I'm getting more calls from people out there too that are interested in getting on board. So the word's getting out there, and, and we get you know get some good people in there. I know I was questioning on one of them. Hey, why didn't you reappoint them? Well, my thoughts were change. I, I got to have different uh, set of eyes on some of these projects, and it's just like you're. Your council, you know, why isn't Dean Hove on there? Well, the people wanted to change. So there was a change off there in the council and several several are positions on the council. So it's great, though, what the people do on there. Uh, we're very appreciative of it, and we thank them for stepping up. And uh, we just we like to keep things fresh and new ideas and keep moving forward because uh, things are changing all the time. So... Um, looking forward to these new folks coming on. I know I got to swear in a couple more tonight. Seems like a couple times a week these different boards are all firing up. So January is mm. a busy month for me to get these folks on board. So we appreciate those that do step up. We appreciate those that served, 
and uh, it, it just makes the community uh, well-rounded out. So looking forward to that. Yeah, the consent agenda, We I think we just had one thing pulled. Yeah, that was the uh, yeah that one-year contract with WSB, and uh, that was on a sustainability commission. We have a consultant on there that uh, mm. we've kind of trimmed back, and we're trying to get away. I know all the, we hire these consultants all the time, and uh, I always feel that it, it's fine if it's something that we're not to have the expertise in it. But I rely heavily on our staff. We've got good staff, and I think they can handle a lot of this stuff. So that one kind of it came through. We're going to renew it for one year. But uh, we'd like to see, you know, we kind of get weaned off these consultants. It's just, I don't know. My own, like I say, my own feeling is I, I got faith in our staff, and they can do it and uh, uh, pull a lot of this stuff off without having to bring in outside people. But uh, it's not. For, I'm just one little piece of the puzzle here and making recommendations. But uh, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we did approve it again for another year uh, to help the sustainability people and uh, in that group. So uh, we'll move on and uh, see what happens. Uh, next, there was a uh, the issue with the uh, apartment building on Eighth Street. And that had, well, that text amendment was what was coming through. That Oh, yeah. The apartment building on A Street was part of it. What that text amendment was going to do was change the densities uh, for these uh, apartments. And they have it now where it's pretty limited as to how many units they can have. It's not only the 8th Street project. You know, you look at St. John's Hospital, Jefferson School, um, other places where these buildings come up. That people want to put apartments in, and it and these developers know how many it takes, how many apartments it takes to make this thing go, and I think that was the deal with the Eighth Street project with Mr. Fredericks. You know, he says, "Hey, I, I nine, I got to get at least nine in here to make it go." Well, he's only going to be allowed at the way it stands now because the text amendment didn't fly. Uh, the most he can do in there, I believe, is five. So I, I talked to him the day after, and I said, can, can you pull it off with five? And he says, well, not really. It's, it's you know, they can put bigger apartment, uh, two bedrooms in there. He wanted to do a lot of single bedrooms, but uh, you can't. So if you go down to five, he says, well, I suppose if I want double two-bedroom units, maybe make it fly. Well, you're gaining more people here. So the neighbors are concerned about the parking and the traffic and whatever. So... I understand where they're coming from, but uh, you gotta you gotta be fair to the developer too. So I'm not so sure what's going to happen at this point. And so it sounds like somebody mentioned uh, the council would need a supermajority. Yes. For a vote because yep. for that text amendment for that to go through. Yeah, you know, I found it pretty fascinating to be honest because I, I know next to nothing about this type of a subject. So hearing right. some of our experts, city staff, try to explain what that meant, right. and I thought Don Cleaver, I think, was the one that asked, "Were we talking about like footage or actual people? What what that means right. uh, as far as the uh, limit goes?" So the density, I guess, right. the definition it, of density. Yeah, and it's the same with that St. John's po property. You know, we're looking at that, and that developer, he, he laid it out what he would take to make it go. And they said, no, they just weren't going to have that. Well, he packed up his bag of marbles and left town. Well, you know, I was a, 
Oh, how many millions of dollar project that was? It was like $30 million project. Mr. And, Fredericks, who, who I assume drove from Rochester for the meeting Monday night, he <laughs> he did get a little wound up. Yeah, I don't think and, it went quite and he well. apologized to me the next day about his actions there, and, and I told him, you know, Hank, you got to keep the lid on it when you're yeah, there. when you're not speaking, it does, right. it does cause and a lot he, of And he apologized a couple of times to me. And I, he just, he just I gotta, get it. Yeah. People get frustrated, and right. I'm sure this is a big he's, deal Because he had this, he's had this a couple of years back, you know, and the former mayor of Vito didn't killed it. And so that's, he came back again. He thought, well, we can take another look at this deal. And uh, it just it, uh, just not going to happen. So it's going back to the Planning Commission. They're going to discuss yep. this. And come up with some ideas, and let's figure this deal out, folks, because you're holding up progress here. And let's uh, let's tell developers, hey, this is what you can do and can't do, and before they will step into the in the ring of fire here. So um, it, we've got to be fair to everybody, neighbors and the developers. So we got to just be open-minded on all this. So uh, we'll just keep moving forward. So and, I think you actually had to take a vote. I believe the only one that voted against that was Janie, and it was only because basically she just didn't want to send the message. I think to people, right, right. It's like go away, we don't want you. Yep. So yep. I think she she didn't really want to vote no, yeah. but she did technically. I and think. That, that's one thing I like about this council setup we have now. If you notice, we got discussion. You know, there's seven people up there, and we're all discussing things, which is I think wonderful. Um, before it was a little limited, and I, I just didn't feel it was fair to the to the community. But now, I, I like to set up where everybody's discussing it. We don't all agree, and uh, that's been shown on these votes that are coming through. Uh, it's not a love fest up there, but at least we're talking about things and discussing it. And uh, I think that's it's it's been a good thing so far. So I'm I'm really encouraged about what's going on. Well, it's about 18 minutes past hour of 9 o'clock. Let's take a real quick break, and we'll hear from our sponsor, Edward Jones. Uh, the first of two breaks, uh, Greg was a little over. God, last time I looked, it was 10 after. Somehow it got to 18 after. Time is moving quickly <laughs> here in Red Wing. We'll be right back with a minute with Mayor Mike Wilson after this. Life changes, then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy at Edward Jones is don't predict, prepare. Hi, I'm Edward Jones, financial advisor Paul Redding, and I'm here to help. A job loss, a change in health, or a loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. So let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for whatever life throws at you. Call us at 651-388-1762 to schedule an appointment at our office at 910 Main Street in Redway. Edward Jones, member SIPC. All right, we're <laughs> we're back after a UFO discussion by Greg and the off air in thirty seconds. I can get a lot of crazy babbling in. Anyway, we're talking with minute uh, minute with Mike Wilson here this morning, the mayor of Red Wing, and we're talking about Monday's city council. So, talk about a diverse opinion. I'm going to be working on a story here in the next few days about uh, the EV discussion, the charging yep. stations, because I find this very fascinating. We had a plethora of different views on that, and. Uh, so maybe we can explain what what's up with that. It's pretty interesting. Well, we've got you know several locations. We we got some grant money a while back to put one in at the Studebaker parking lot, and it, it was going to take up. We had to have seven parking spots to to make this thing work. Well, we couldn't take seven spots out of that Studebaker lot for an EV charging station. So they located it up at City Hall in the parking lot there. So. 
the one on the uh, would be on the uh, west side of uh, City Hall there, between uh, and be on Bush Street. So they're going to put one in there. Well, um, they're trying to come up the the equipment. We're waiting on the equipment for that one. Okay, and that should be here shortly. But I don't know what shortly is to these folks. But with the way things are going, God only knows when that stuff will get here. But anyway, they'll get that one up and running. And of course, there's going to be there's one behind the Red Wing shoe store in that parking lot, and that one's gone and has been for several years. And the question that's been brought up is, you know, are we going to give all this free? You know, it's free electricity, and I don't think it should be free. Um, if that's the case, and I'm going to invest in a gas pump up a quick trip, we're giving away free gasoline just to keep <laughs> it even with everybody. But that's not going to happen. So. They're looking at how we're going to charge for it and what, how much we're going to charge. So we're, get, we're starting to get going in the right direction that there's no such thing as a free lunch on electricity. Uh, the one behind the uh, shoe store, the chamber was um, went out and gathered some funds for the first two years. They gathered up $1,000 from the area around the merchants around there for each year for two years to pay for the electric bill for this. Well, back then when I first started out, I was running 40, 50 bucks a month. Fine, Danny, we could handle it. Well, last month, or two months ago, it was 400 some dollars a month. So um, I think this year it'll be about $4,000 worth of free electricity we're going to give off of that EV charger. So my question was, I'm a member of the chamber, and I don't care to be paying my chamber dues to give away free electricity anymore. It was fine at first, first couple of years, let's get it off the ground. But I asked the question, who's paying for it now? And our city administrator said the port is. I said, well, I don't think we can keep doing that. Um, let's get start charging for things. So they're going to have to figure out a way to start charging. And there's a way you can hook that up to uh, off your cell phone to uh, charge. You can pre-buy electricity, I guess, on an app hmm. and... Uh, you know, deduct it off every time you come in. So we're getting in the right direction, at least start charging for this stuff and upkeep. Because the equipment, you know, it's going to get antiquated. It's going to get broken. It's going to have to be maintained. And electric is not getting any cheaper. I think if you saw your last XL bill, um, you know, things aren't getting any cheaper. So then they want to put a charging station behind the Bower Belt building. And they're looking for some monies for that, 13000 dollars to install one behind the Bower Built building. And that one will also be charged, uh, a charge to use. So they discussed it and they said, well, let's look at $2 an hour for charging. Well, okay, that's, that's a start. Um, my homework that I've done, uh, they charge by the kilowatt hour. Uh, people that are in the, oh. that are in the business, um, what what's happening is a lot of these uh, gas stations are putting in their own chargers, and of course you have to have a return on investment. It's an amazing thing, but you have to have it. So they're charging so much kilowatt hour when you come plug in because these are fast chargers at these stations. The ones they're going to put in here, these aren't they're stage twos, but they don't really quick charge you. So you may have to sit there for a while and charge to get you know anything worthwhile out of it. So. My suggestion was let's don't jump into this too deep because this equipment and the technology has got to catch up. 
is coming on too fast, and we're kind of jumping the gun on a lot of this stuff. And uh, I just, well, we got to take a hard look at this. And there's firms out there that will come in and put equipment in and do all this, and that's what uh, um, this one outfit is going to do. The Zeph Energy wants to do at the Bauer Building. They'll come in and install the equipment, and they'll pretty much great gather up the revenue because uh, re, you know they got to have a thing called return on investment so yeah. um we'll see what happens but I, like i say i'm i'm not too gung-ho on the city getting in here and plowing all these stations in charging stations but um i, I realize we got to start somewhere and uh the car dealerships will eventually have them the hotels are all going to have them the gas stations are all going to have these chargers and does the city want to be in the electric business? Uh, I don't think so. We, we, we don't have to be doing that. So uh, this is what it takes to get the, the ball rolling fine and dandy. I'll, I'll go along with it for a little bit. But after that, uh, I think we got to. And I think the staff was simply looking on direction on how to proceed going right. forward. So I don't think right. there was an official vote necessarily. Not that I wrote down anyway. Yeah. Not that my well, notes are yeah, they got to, they got to decide. And that's what, yeah, this the staff is doing. Sean's asking to with the direction. What do we do? What do we keep doing here on and this? And we side? do have a green fund, which we should bring up so that this yeah. is uh, the, the council had already set aside some money. I don't know. I don't right. think the that number green, was bandied. Well, about, that green but. fund, that's another deal. Um, you know, all this money we saved off the solar panels all these right. years and put it into this fund, and now we're going to spend it. Well, we're not saving anything here, folks. Um, you know, you, it's like you go to the store with a coupon, and you get two bucks off a dozen eggs. Well, then, well, gee, I think I'll spend it on that two bucks on something else. So you walk out the store, you don't have any more money. <laughs> That's how I shop. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, you got to <laughs> you save money, you save money, you don't turn around and spend it on something else. Well, I found it I fascinating that Zeph Energy Station, uh, the, the folks that we are in contact with for this project, originally it wasn't supposed to cost us anything. So the budget right. for this year did not reflect right. any money towards this. And then they came back with 30000 I believe. Yep. And then they waited a few months, and then it was thirteen. Yeah. So to me, and again, I know nothing about this stuff. I really don't. Uh, but... To me, that seemed a little wanky. Well, First it was zero, then it was 30, then it was right. 13. It's like, are they just picking this stuff out? Are the monkeys throwing right. a That's a what dart? I say, and that's, that's what's going on in this it's industry right now. It's, it's helter-skelter because they're out there grabbing grant money like a, like a, a cash tornado, too. And, and they're running because they're getting money to subsidize their equipment. And uh, so there's everybody's taking a close look at this right now, and I, I, it, it just takes some more studying to do. I, I you know, eventually... You know, the, the governor, if he has his way, going to start stop selling, uh, uh, going all electric cars by 2030. Well, he's got this California mentality now, and I think he better he better get off the marijuana because I think they allow marijuana at the Capitol. I think that boy's on it. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, that's seven years away. I, I yeah, don't... so I don't, you don't know. It's all, there. everybody's looking at it, and they all got their own ideas. But uh, Well, it's interesting to say the least. Well, yeah, yeah. Greg's running way behind. Uh, let's run our last uh, ad here for our sponsor, Edward Jones. We appreciate their sponsorship for a minute with Mayor Mike Wilson. And we'll be back in 42 seconds. Life changes, then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy at Edward Jones is don't predict, prepare. Hi, I'm Edward Jones, financial advisor, Paul Redding, and I'm here to help. 
a job loss, a change in health, or a loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. So let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for whatever life throws at you. Call us at 651-388-1762 to schedule an appointment at our office at 910 Main Street in Redway. Edward Jones, member SIPC. All right, we're back for the final couple minutes with a minute with Mayor Mike Wilson. Uh, and we uh, got up to council communications, I believe, on the agenda. Yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot, I guess, uh, that I recall. I didn't write anything down, so that tells me there wasn't a whole lot. We moved on to uh, Kay's report then, and she just gives us an update of what, where she's at. Uh, I know we got our meeting workshop schedule coming up. She's trying to put that together. Um, fire service day at the Capitol's coming up January. Or no, wait, that was been already. That's right, that was, because that's where the, they showed that electric fire truck up there. And if you oh. watch on the news, they showed the governor in that electric truck. Okay, I've always saw, I did see that on a, the news. Yeah, hooked up to a 600-foot extension cord, and they were driving around. No, it wasn't more <laughs> that, but. It was kind of futuristic looking. Yep. I remember the picture I yep. saw. So um, we had uh, to talk a little bit about our Dakota Project uh event that was out at uh, Treasure Island. And that looked like it went really well. Yeah, I know we attended, a bunch of us were out there and attended that on Saturday night and very educational. Um, we got to learn more about the uh, mural that's coming and they were introduced, Jeremy and Collins Fields were there from uh, Thrive that's going to be doing that uh, mural and give us a, a little presentation on that. And uh, yeah, I got to meet with a lot of the uh, folks out there at, at the uh, Prairie Islands, so it was it was a very nice, very nice night. And then the next day, they had a big winter carnival there, and yeah. they had a good attendance for that. Ice fishing and cool, all sorts of things went on there. So yeah, it was uh, it was a good uh, good night, good weekend out there for them. That the whole week was whole involved in it, so it was very interesting. So uh, other than that, um, miscellaneous meetings went on, nothing uh, earth shattering at that point, and we're moving on to. What's coming up next? What do you got next? Uh, our next meeting won't be until uh, February, it looks like. Yeah, because we got... Uh, I don't have much on there. What do we got here besides cute puppies? Yeah, check your calendar. Yeah, this thing is huge. Uh, so that would probably be the 13th, I think. 13th I believe it. Yeah, because there's a holiday in there. What do we got? Some holiday coming up on... Uh, oh, it's President's Day on the 20th. 20th, yeah, so... So will we be a day late? That's yeah. a day before Mardi Gras, which is the real yeah. holiday. So, yeah, there's like I say, this January's been a busy month. February's going to start slowing up a little bit for us. But, uh, yeah, a lot of things start rolling here to get the year off with this good start. And uh, Town's going to be hopping with music. I know that. The Big Turn Music Big Turn's coming, yep, yep. So, full full bore this time. Yeah, not, not 200 little... and some bands coming. Yeah. Uh, two nights. You know, if I had a smartphone, Mayor, I could have actually applied for that. I probably would have huh. put uh, somewhere. We were, yeah, we're going to put you, you could have, put them in the mayor's they office. They might have just put me in my own kitchen you know, to you play. You could put you in the mayor's office. You could have played there and 
put a coffee can out front. But well, frankly, I'm good enough to have played, but I've got a uh, flip phone, so I yeah. actually they didn't give me an option to sign right. up online. So I just yeah, that'll eh, be a big it. event. I got my niece coming up from Austin, Texas, with the Tennessee Stiff. They're gonna play really? at the Sheldon Theater. Oh, that's cool. So you're gonna Neat. see the mayor sitting there taking that in. So, oh, that's yeah. all the way from Austin. Yeah. Yeah. They're known for their festivals as well. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. So yeah, they Very played cool. at the South Southwest down there. So this is a big uh, and being there's her hometown, she's coming up for it. So. That's neat. Yeah. Very so cool. We're looking forward to that. Well, we have some great musicians, and I know I know that brings people in from a lot of different places. Sam Brown, I think, started that. He yep. started the Midwest Music Fest down in Winona, and all I right. got to play for the first five of them. I keep having all these memories pop up on Facebook and go, man, I've really become a loser. <laughs> Why am I not doing this stuff anymore? Yeah. So oh, well. Anyway, looking forward to it anyway. It's yeah, good it's going to be great. And we talked about the Dakota uh, weekend. Miss Minnesota is going to be walking through the door in about 25 minutes, I think, for a little interview. And oh, oh, nice. We'll have Rachel Evangelisto on. You're going to have uh, the, you're going to wear the crown oh, again? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I haven't I missed one that. yet yeah. since <laughs> I let the royal ambassadors uh, go because, you know, they were kind of, I thought they were, I didn't think I needed uh, well, I should have actually worn their crowns because they're even bigger than Miss Minnesota's. Huh? Our royal ambassadors wow. here yeah. in town. I, I I felt a little weird asking them. Frankly, we joked about it, and then I just said, "Now nah, wait for the wait for the big one." Yeah, big crown Miss Minnesota. Well, I better gather up my stuff, polish up the desk, and get out of here if you got royalty <laughs> coming in. Because I yeah, I hope I'm I farther down my hair. the ladder than Miss Minnesota. The only reason I wore this show is because she was named Miss Minnesota as Miss Winona. So, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so I don't cool. know. She she's uh, not only beautiful but fantastic. So, uh, and that was driving diversity was her uh, big Miss America theme. And uh, by the way, our sister state next door, where our where our airport resides, is Miss America, Miss mm -hmm. uh, Wisconsin. Yep, that's right. Yep. I'm hoping to wear that crown here. We've got to get her up for the cheese curd festival. There you go. By George, but. Yep, yep. Uh, Apparently, Miss Minnesota pageant cannot hook me up with that. I have got to go through Miss America. So that, okay. we'll I don't know if I'll get that. that done, but I really do want to be crowned I mean, I'll, Mr. I'll donate my airtime if I have to for that one. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, okay. we're, we're overboard by yep. about four minutes. My boss will probably fire me after this. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> not here in two weeks. You'll know I went too long. 34 past the hour. We are going to uh, take a quick break, get our 930 break in there, back to the Bluff Country music. And we got Leonard Farm Market coming up in about 10 minutes. Hi, this is Eric Olson of The Valley Outdoors Radio. Join us each week right here.